Hey, Eileen here. I wanted to say thanks for listening to the podcast today. And if you'd like a free case study on how you can do a million dollar day, head on over to onemilliondollarday.com to grab your free case study and toolkit for how you can do a million dollar day using virtual events. Let's dive in to today's episode. So, okay, so a lot of people have no clue what to speak on. They're like, Eileen, it's a, what do I do? It's a pop-up event. What am I going to say for multiple hours? So let me know in the chat if you've ever like thought about this or let me know in the chat if you're like, Eileen, I could talk all day. Okay. You're not like, you weren't how I was like super scaredy pants. Okay. So I had... I was concerned what I was going to say because of all my perfectionism. So judge me if you want to, I don't care. It's where I was. But my lightning fast mind thought to myself, okay, I don't know what to talk about. So why don't I go study great speeches? Have you ever heard Tony Robbins teach on how success leaves clues? So I was like, I don't know what to speak on, but these other people say those are great speeches. So why don't I go study them? But then you guys ready? I one up to my own idea. Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> I was like, oh, what if I study speeches that have made sales before? Like sit the kind of speeches where people run to the back of the room and throw their credit cards at the salespeople. Did you guys know that there are speeches like that that exist? Mm. There are speeches that people have done platform presentations and have generated so many sales that the people at the back table, I've actually heard a story one time, you guys, that some guy hit somebody with a chair. He wanted him to get out of the way so he would get to the table first. I was like, I want people to hit other people with chairs at my events. <laughs> I want a Walmart Black Friday rush at my events. Yeah. Yes. Let me know if you would like a table rush at your <laughs> event. Would that be so cool? Like, how cool would it be to just see people rushing? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be amazing? Let me know in the chat. Like, do you want a table rush? So it was like, first, my lightning fast mind was like, okay, I could study other great speeches. But then I was like, no, I can study speeches that have had table rushes. Yes. I was like, oh, so I found some of them on YouTube. Others of them, I would buy a course, Joe, and I would study the keynote presentation. Yep. Okay. I would like, and I, when I mean study it, I mean, I went nerdy pants on it. I went over to temi.com and transcribed the whole message and I'd study it. I'd say it out loud. I would say it out loud so many times I was starting to commit them to memory mm-hmm. because I wanted a table rush. I wanted people to run up to me with tears in their eyes saying, take my credit card. And then I would picture myself like, you're welcome. I will take that credit card. I wanted that. 
So can I show you guys this thing? I, uh, Here, I, I got it up for you, I think. Oh, amazing. Okay, my, my, I'm having some little trouble here. Yeah, so Joe, if you got it. So I started collecting them. I started calling them bits. This is one of, I have three documents. And this one is, can you see, if you see the scroll, it's 31 pages. Are you saying, Eileen, you mem memorized 31 pages? I'm actually saying, yes, I did, and more. Not because I, like, it's not like school, you know, where you have to, like, memorize a speech for, like, literally no reason at all. I was like, if I memorize these speeches and they come out of my mouth, maybe I'll make sense. Wave your hands if this is making sense. Here's what we're not saying, though. What we're not saying is, like, steal other people's stuff. Like, it's just like in a book, right? When you see someone quote someone else, you've heard like Eileen on day one, she said, my mentor Myron taught me this thing called four levels of value, right? And it's like using other stuff that helps shift ideas. Eileen, and isn't it cool? Like when you started studying this, you realized like there were specific beliefs mm. that needed to be overcome. And there were specific bits that dealt with those specific beliefs. I started seeing a pattern of their bits like all the bits that would overcome bad money mindsets all the bits that started overcoming um like internal objections raising confidence and raising belief in yourself i started discovering all the bits that um you know really like uh made you logically question how society has been teaching you how to do this and i started grouping them together in according to beliefs Okay, so you guys tracking with me? So I started finding the patterns of, okay, this overcomes this belief and this overcomes this belief. So all I did is I drew, on, so on your paper right now, go ahead and draw, let's say four boxes right on top of each other. One, two, three, four. And let's pretend you're doing a four hour event. This is my super fancy hotel napkin. <laughs> and what I would do is I would conquer certain set of beliefs here, then here, then here, and then here. And by the end of the event, all of their false beliefs, terrible mindsets they'd grown up with, people had told them lies, overcame all of their false beliefs. And at the end, we had a table riff. And it was literally the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I did it. I, I learned how to do it so well that now I was almost getting fancy, almost like I was learning to ski double diamonds. And I was like, you know, like figuring out how to get a table rush in a certain amount of time. You know, it was, I was getting fancy pants. Somebody say fancy pants. I know, I know I was getting a little cocky, but like, it was so fun. And people were like, so excited to buy. They were not like, oh, like, oh, I'm so nervous. They were like, like, I don't know how to, they were so excited to buy. Like, if I don't get into this program, I'm going to be angry. Uh, yeah. One of the, one of the weird parts that you'll experience when you start having table rushes is, um, it, I, it's, it's hard to explain this, but, um, people are literally angry if they're not able to buy. Yes. It's very, it's, it's very strange, right? Because you're used to like, 
trying to convince someone yeah. to buy, which is definitely the wrong posture. I hope you're not doing that. It's totally hurting your sales. But usually that's how people think about sales is like someone trying to convince someone else. No, 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 no. Like the desire is so strong that when they can't buy, they're angry. They feel like they've been wronged somehow. Yes, yes. I, I hope you guys are tracking, are understanding a little bit about what Joe is saying. But the reason why is because we're not having an informational event. We're having a transformational event. So they're so on fire, white hot with belief. Um, they are like the only next logical decision is to buy this thing. Mm -hmm. And it is. Remember that high ticket sales is love. I love you. So it's an act of love when you make, when you make that offer at the end. And, and congratulations to everybody who buys. So it is, it is that level i hope you're sensing that level of integrity this is not doing something to somebody this is doing something for someone their life's not going to get better hey eileen here just wanted to say thanks for listening today we know there's a lot of podcasts out there and you took time out of your day to dive into today's episode so thank you so much i also wanted to let you know if you'd like to learn how to do a one million dollar day Head on over to onemilliondollarday.com and grab our free case study, swipe files. You can see our event agendas in there, a bunch of cool stuff. We want to see you crush a million dollar day. Remember, the world needs what you alone have to offer. We'll see you on the next episode.